All right, so we are back out of the main. Let me ask you a quick question. Oh, you sound so excited. I, well, I'm very excited. So many goose the music up and give you a little life. <laughs> Please what? do, yes. Jeez. So if I were to present you with the question, Larry, Moe, or Curly, and you only had to pick one, who would you pick? <laughs> <laughs> the question's for like, pick for what? Yeah. Well, Curly. All right, it's well, got to be Curly. You're already wrong. Well, what if I let you pick three? Then it's a lot easier. Then it's easier. Okay. Right. So that's the theme for today's uh, episode. Right? This was your challenge. Idea. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So what is the pick three challenge? Brand new idea. The pick three challenge. It's uh, sort of a variation on the whole uh, desert island picks thing that uh, we present Wait, each other. I hope. Did you hit the bell there? It was a desert island. Oh, yeah. Ding. Okay, good. Uh, well, we will present each other. With an artist name, and the goal is you have to pick out of their entire catalog three songs, only three, for your yachty-based playlist. Okay. Um, now, and, I did mine a little differently. Hope yeah. This is still gonna. I I did not keep it only songs out of a catalog. So we'll see how this flies. There's going to be some of that though. Okay. All right, so you'll see. All right, I'll, I'll, I will trust you'll you. You'll be super stumped. All right. So pick three. Well, give us an example. You want me to, you go first? Yeah, well, if I were to challenge you and say you had to pick only three songs from Bill the Bounty. Oh, I would start signaling for help because I don't want to be on any island where I can only have three. Um, You'd need to figure out electricity and how to play them yes. too, but right. that's besides the point. Um, okay. Uh, I'm going with Look Who's Lonely Now. Mm-hmm. Uh, this Night Won't Last Forever. Okay. And, jeez, oh, this is, <laughs> it's always hardest when you get to the third one. Uh-huh. Because now you got to think about, what am I eliminating? Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, Hence oh, the challenge, Yeah, right? I'm going to pick a song that I referenced on our last episode, uh, only because it's newer and fresher to me, and that's Room 205. Those aren't my three favorites. God, this is hard already. Yeah. Now, do I pose it back to you and ask you, how would you answer Well, that? you can pose anybody to me. You can pose whoever you want. Well, let me just, this is, a, this is why I waste my turn, though, if I say, how would you have answered that? Yeah, so that, that would count as your turn, because we can always come back to this and do future episodes. Okay. Well, all right. Uh, do I want to ask you how you would do that? No. Okay. I'm going to present you something different. Okay. Um, let's see. Slightly different take on the, the rules here. Okay. But you have his entire catalog to choose from. All right. And you could only pick three Jeff Picaro songs. Oh. What three? Oh, boy. <laughs> Stumped. Uh, that is a good That's call. That's not something where you can just pull up a list either. You got to think through it. No, I would, uh, yeah, I'd have to get Because that. we were talking about, as you're thinking about this, we were talking about doing, we may still do a show on his best performances. Yeah, and I do have a... I mean, just a sketch of a list going. Um, That is really difficult. But um, I'm going to go with this. Uh, I always thought that his track that he laid down for George Benson on uh, Lady Love Me One More Time Mm. was his best track he ever laid down. It was just recently that I discovered, by recently I mean the last few years, 
uh, that Dwayne Ford, Loving and Losing You, that's probably number two or yes. three. And then the other one that would be on that list would be the track that he played for Leo Sayers, uh, When I Need You. Yep. Those are the three that immediately jumped to the top of the list for me. Yep. I, I figured those, at least I had two of those pegged because the one, uh, the Dwayne Ford, what's the name of that song again? Loving and Losing we You. We should play a little of that because when you said, I think I discovered it. You had already heard it, but I said, check out this tune. Yeah. It rocks. And then you said, yeah, probably one of Picaro's top three of all time. So listen to this. And you've referenced the Leo Sayer leading up to the big stop, the little break, right? Yeah, that that fill coming out of the uh, the solo section. It's it's worth playing again the way he sets up that last chorus. I'm gonna hit that too. Well, actually, I would have said just give me Rosanna because it's there's so much in that song. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I would have also, at the risk of sounding like a broken record, the drum, his drum track on Look Who's Lonely Down is quite good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, very yeah. good. All right. You're up, sir. Yeah. Well, I'm going to challenge you on one. And uh, I think there's an obvious three on this, but I don't know that you're going to go to the obvious three. So I'm going to pressure you to tell me your three picks and only three from ambrosia well there's the obvious three yes so you're the biggest part of me right Mm -hmm. um hmm, because i have more than just the hits i know um let me see here how much i feel has to be on there oh and I'm just going to go with the obvious, but let me give you an honorable mention for holding on to yesterday, which I think I keep bringing up over and over again. Yeah. Uh, and then I'll just go with You're the Only Woman. All right. The big three. Going with the hits. Yeah. I mean, there's not I enough can... other real, truly yachty stuff out there. Those three, as good as some of these others are, those three separate themselves from the rest of their catalog. Yeah. Sonically, they do. And if somebody said, okay, can you tell me what, what you love so much about Yacht Rock? Yeah. And I would say, all right, listen to these three songs. And that's mm-hmm. it. I mean. Right. Uh, yes, okay. Interesting. Well, then, since you went for the jugular, God, that just felt like you were playing dirty. Yeah. I'm gonna dirty the, pool. I'm going to do the same to you. All right. Because this is a huge freaking catalog. <laughs> Good luck trying to pick three Steely Dan songs. <laughs> I knew that was going to be coming. Uh, don't think it isn't on my list for you, too. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And th- this is one that evolves, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, d- it depends on the mood of the day. Um, but I can't get past putting Babylon Sisters on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're a huge fan of that song. Yeah. I'm not as much, but yeah. I like. I know why you like it. Okay. Um, there was a song on their first album that just doesn't get a lot of play um, that I got to go with um, that just keeps tugging at me. I keep thinking of how I'd work it in here, but maybe this is the place. It's a song called Kings. Love that one. Familiar with Kings. So that's number two. Number three, I want to make sure I get this one right. That I, I don't. Uh, oh, gee. <laughs> now I just see another one. I'm like, oh, it's got to be that one, too. Um, hold on. I'm getting there. Hold on to yesterday? No. No, 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 
See, it's always the third one that's the hardest. Oh, I know, but now I'm thinking of having to change that second one out. Uh oh. Yeah. No, I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to stick with Kings in there, and I'm going to put in the Boston Rag. Bring back the Boston Rag. That was the song that made me, when I heard that, I realized, whoa, I need to go way deeper beyond listening to just the greatest hits from uh, Steely Dan that and made me realize every song, top to bottom on every album, is killer. Because mm-hmm. the Boston Rag just hit me like a ton of bricks one day, and I was like, wow. Mm. That's an interesting list there. Yeah. Do you want to stump me with it right now, or do you want to come back? Maybe it's not on your... Pick oh, three. it's on my list, but uh, I'm saving that one. I'm going to hit you with... Well, uh, I know it's coming, so it's yeah. not going to be that... All well, right. it may not be this episode. Oh, couldn't. But um, you can decide whether you want to stick within Yachty songs for this, uh, because there's so much debate about whether they're Yachty or Naughty. And, um, but you're going to have to pick three songs from the Eagles. Oh, for real? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to do it just for feel... Just because you know how much I love the Eagles, yep. right? And then I know I get constantly yelled at because they're not Yacht Rock. Um, but since you posed it this way, um, <sighs> New Kid in Town. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try to stay as yachty as possible. How about that? How about I'm going to give you what I think are the yachtiest Eagle songs? Okay. Um, and I'm not going to use Tequila Sunrise because I think that is already on some of these, you know, stations and playlists because it's. Trojan horse lyrics. Right? Yeah. Um, I can't tell you why. Why not? Oh, no, that's, that's one of the songs. Yeah. Just absolutely love that song. It's got such a chill to it. Uh, that one bores me. No offense to you, Eagles lovers out there. That song bores me. I can but, see why yeah. it bores you. To me, it's got. To me, it's just a vibe. Yeah. Uh, yeah I'm I trying know. to sound like a millennial or something. Uh, <laughs> and then the last one, I'll, I guess I'll go, huh. It's not favorite, right? I'm not going to put that rule on you because I, you know, it's you got to decide for yourself how you. All right, then answer. I'm going to go off because I don't think this belongs anywhere near the yacht or the boat. But I just love this song, "Victim of Love." Yes, yeah, it's cool. Okay, so. I am going to go similar vein because this is where I thought you were going. So I better do it before you you steal my idea. That is pick a song three. I'm sorry. Pick three songs that you know are not really Yacht Rock that you want to sneak on the boat. (laughs) And I was originally thinking stealing from like the Marina Rock genre, but you could any songs, three songs that. You'll say, okay, these aren't, but they should be. I have one that immediately comes to mind. Okay. Um, let me just take a, a quick look here at a couple things. Just to, uh, Well, this one I think is so close. Um, I want to do like a, a near misses episode or something. Yep. So those songs that are like, oh, man, it's I, I got to admit that it's not Yacht Rock, but boy, is it, you know, close. If they had just done this different, you right, know, yeah. kind of thing. <laughs> like they knew. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, one that I've always wanted, and I actually posed it in the group a few weeks back, and it was uh, April Wine, Just Between You and Me. But just between you and me, baby, I know how 
Um, that's a definite yes. Did you get shut down? Oh, yeah. yeah. I expected to. Um, yeah, that song is... How did you phrase the question again? These are songs you know yeah. that they're they not. Know that they're not. Deep down, but okay. you want to sneak them onto the boat. Okay. When no one's looking and not yeah. getting in trouble. That, well, then this is definitely Second Chance by 38 Special. Oh, yes. Happens to be probably their Yadia song from a yeah. Southern rock group. Oh, boy. After that... Mm. As you're looking for yours, I just want to put a plug in here for Bertie Higgins because you know <laughs> how much I love Bertie Higgins. And I get why he's not Yacht Rock, but it's boat music. I know that. It's not this, but I want to sneak it on the boat. Well, I think what came to mind while you were hustling for uh, Bertie Higgins was the uh, this is outside of the Yacht Rock genre because of date and also the sound but Toto's seventh album is my favorite album. I think it's their mm. absolute best. And so I guess I've always wanted to get something from that album on. Um, probably the closest one is Pamela. So I'm going to put Pamela in that list. Interesting. Okay. Nice. Well, good. I'll we'll sneak it right between Key Largo and Just Another Day in Paradise. Sure. No one will know. Sure. Okay. Right. Um, here's one that I think has... Uh, there might be four obvious hits and uh, a lot of great deep stuff. But what are you going to do if I ask you for three and only three from England Dan and John Ford Coley? Uh, I'm going to throw myself on the mercy of the court and ask for five. And walk the plank? Yes, yes, I might be in the brig. Um, well, I'm going to go with the obvious because I don't care how many times I hear the song. I can't get enough of it. I'd really love to see it tonight. Mm-hmm. Um... Jeez. Nights are forever. Oh, jeez. Gets tough then, doesn't it? It's between love is the answer and we'll never have to say goodbye again. I got to go with love is the answer because that song gets more and more interesting the more, like, as it goes. Yeah. And then the end is really cool. So those are my three, but I would, can I have a few more? Dang it. I, I like that pick, though, the Love is the Answer. That's my favorite from theirs. It's for, different. For the reason that you said. That yeah. It's, you know, it's a Todd Rundgren composition. But yep. it's just, when it comes out of that bridge to the out courses, I still get chills every time I hear it. Just yep. killer. Me too. Mm. Oh, that's again dirty pool. You're really yep. going for all my sauce spots. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm. Yep. All Death right. By well, a thousand little slices. Right? Good. Well, then I'll do the same to you. And I'm going to go different, uh, different tack here. Okay. That's a ding tack. Um, three. All right. You could only pick three. Three yacht rock West Coast AOR producers. Hmm. Since you are a music producer yourself, right, right. There's, I, I come to mind, I have like five that come to mind, so good luck whittling it down to three. Holy moly. Oh, I want to make sure I'm not being fooled by the ones that immediately jump to mind. Yep. Well, I can easily say Jay Graydon. Yep, I knew that was going to be one. easy. Mm-hmm. Um, whoo, boy. I'm sure I'm probably going to miss somebody. Um, we need the Jeopardy music here. I know. I would go with, um, even though I don't like everything that he did, there was a period of, of time 
I gotta. I still guess I gotta put David Foster in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, more his earlier stuff, late seventies to early eighties, than before when he got into um, Chicago's big arena stuff mm-hmm. and everyone else's big arena stuff. Yeah. Um. After that, good gravy. I so want to say. I still want to say uh, Michael O'Martian, but I feel that I'm just being more stuck on more of the two Christopher Cross records than mm. a lot of stuff outside of that that really grabs me. So I'm going to go instead with Ted Templeman because of the Doobie Brothers work. Even though Ted was doing a lot of non-yachty stuff at the same time, I wouldn't call him a yacht rock producer, but he produced some of the greatest yacht rock records Yep, and some Michael McDonald stuff, right? Yeah. 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 That's so, why I thought those are the three I thought you'd pick, actually. Okay. So you came Very around good. to it. Very good. Very good. All right. Uh what do you got for me? Well, um I'm gonna move around on my list here. This one I think will challenge you greatly. Um you'd have to pick three from the Little River band. Mm. What's going to be interesting about this one is because if you would have asked me two years ago, I bet the first song that came to mind is not going to make the cut. <laughs> um, yeah. Like we said, it's an evolution. It is. So, like, the first that came to mind was Reminiscing, yeah. right? And I'm not putting that on the list yet. And or Lady, okay? But as you know, my new favorite jam is It's a Long Way There. Right. Can we, just for the sake of argument, say that is yachty enough to be for one sure. of the three? Yeah, okay. All right, so that It's a Long Way There is on it. Uh, and then you've got Lonesome Loser. Um, hmm. All right, I think I have my three. I have my ruling. It's a long way there, Lady and Reminiscing, because those are my. Maybe it's a little too obvious, but those those are my jams. LRB baby. Yeah, you had to cut Cool Change. That means then. Yeah, and cool among ch- other great ones. Cool Change would be f- behind Lonesome Loser for me, so it was already pre-eliminated. Okay. Um, yep. But what a great tune. So, yeah, I, it seems like you got. You went through and said, all right, how can I hurt Tom the most? Pick his favorite as artist and then make him a little dumb. I lay nights thinking that. (laughs) (laughs) You're not the only one. All right. Well, this is right in your wheelhouse. That's what makes it hard probably, though. No, because, well, this might be hard, but I, this is, I'm going to, the little devil on your shoulder is going to answer for this question. So these could be what one could consider yacht rock or not yacht rock. Mm-hmm. Or Yacht Rock. Okay. Pick three songs that you want erased off the face of the map that they Ooh. don't exist anymore because they keep infiltrating the Yacht Rock stations and you want them gone. Okay. Yeah. For sure that immediately it's Rupert Holmes' hymn. <laughs> Get rid of that thing. Okay. Now, yeah. interestingly enough, I heard on Yacht Rock Miami this week the Spanish version by an artist named Jose Jose, I think. It is called El. Okay, that's her. It, no, that's El. Oh, he, I see. He. he. And uh, my wife, who also hates him, wants yeah. just yeah. eradicated, likes El. She's like, no, nah, <laughs> she's like, now nah, that song works. It's Spanish. Oh, it's, I see. So check that one out. Okay. But okay, him, I thought for sure. Him yeah. goes immediately. Uh-huh. Um, so this is just um, removing him from Yacht Rock or removing Because they're him gone. The songs are gone. They don't exist anymore. They don't exist anymore. Okay, that makes it even more fun. Him. For sure. <laughs> um, I've, I got I got to erase from existence Baker Street. Oh, jeez. I got to get rid of that. 
Wow. Well, the guitar solo in it is so good, but that's the only thing I like about it. Um, that So that's gone. Uh, I would say the other one that's gone... I was able to avoid this song all my life until I started listening to Yacht Rock stations. And uh, I, I would not have cared. I never would have nixed this song from existence because I never would have cared. I never would have heard it enough. But now i got to get rid of Coconut, man. I take my laser gun and I go pew, pew, pew. Funny. That's funny. Yeah, if it weren't in the Yacht Rock mix, <laughs> you, it's okay. It's just island music, fun boat music, whatever. Yeah, and you hear it once a year maybe. Yeah, but now exactly. It's, you know, on, yeah, on Sirius it was you know once a day. It belongs in your reggae mix or something. But no, um, it's, I it's thought a, for it's sure mixed from existence. Yes, I thought for sure you would have said Wildfire. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> and, that's a good call. And uh, mention. I thought for sure you would have said uh, every kind of people. Oh yeah, I know you don't like that one. I don't, I don't. But I guess uh, well, not to the same level of savagery that I dislike these others. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, him, poor him. Jeez, he's, he's in L. Might have to go with him. Oh, I'm hoping he takes his answering machine when he goes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yep. Yeah, well, then you won't ever have to hear a Pina Colada song anymore. No, I like that one. Unless he escapes. Yes. Whoa. Uh, off. All right. Um, okay, you're up. Stump me. Okay, I am going to. I stump have, by you. the way, I only have uh, one or two more. So okay, um, this is pick three, and this is maybe a little bit different for you in the sense that um, if you're picking three in the context of inclusion into your yacht rock thing, it's not the difficult part. Isn't going to be which ones you exclude. It might okay. be convincing which ones go in. Okay, uh, and that's going to be Chicago. Ooh. Yeah, and I know I'm a naughty boy for putting Chicago on the boat. I got several. In the first place, because I have a lot of stuff that's just era relevant that isn't even yachty at all. And I've like I've made peace with it, right? Maybe like, we so, need to uh expand our show beyond yacht rock, you know. Yes. A little more West Coast AOR uh talk. It'll allow us to get some of that stuff in there. So Well eventually. Someday. Like for example, I have Saturday in the park, right? But that's not yachty in any way. No. But it's like I still have it on my list. It's not even a uh Trojan horse. I mean, no, it's not. You can't bring your boat to the park unless it's like one of those little plastic sailboats. That's true. Yes, that you could do. Um, well, wishing you were here sounds like it's starting out on the beat. So that mm-hmm. one feels nautical, and I I love that song. So that's one. Um, two is a song that you I think put early on. Put on the um, I think off the map, but I'm bringing it back on the map. No tell lover. And then last one is, since I know I'm breaking the rules anyway, (laughs) why not just pick a song that rocks? Okay. Old Days. I've got much more than that on my list, but those are my three. You're that's a, that's a good three. one. You know, old days can, uh, because of the nostalgia factor, mm-hmm. I mean, it's all about nostalgia, and so is Yacht Rock uh, to a certain degree. So that that's cool. Yep. I like that. Okay, so those are my three. Yeah. All right, good. let's see. Two more. All right. Um, I'll go with, I think one's a little more fun than the other one, so I'll save that for last. All right. Um, this is one I thought you might pose to me, but I didn't realize we were focusing on songs. So let me pose to you. 
in yak rock dumb <laughs> pick it only three pick three and only three yeah. bass players like every other question the first one pops to mind immediately mm-hmm. and that's Abe Laboreal and there's mm. no question Abe Laboreal is my favorite bass player of all time he's two on my list okay um, now if I move beyond Abe Laboreal um, I think I gotta go Chuck Rainey okay good and I'm probably with you on Lewis Johnson. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I want to go Lee Sklar, but I think I'm going to give the nod to Lewis Johnson there. Right. Is there somebody I've missed? Yeah, I'll give an honorable mention to Nathan East. I, you know, he's I, I yes. love it. It just isn't his. He came a little bit later, and so these guys were more the foundation. Yes, and it's like Nathan kind of became the touring guy, you know, and had to cover all their parts. And because he could, he eventually started getting session calls. Yep, but. Uh, I got to go with those guys. So my no-brainer was Lewis Johnson. He's my all-time favorite bass player, I think, now. Maybe Marcus Miller still. But Marcus Miller doesn't have enough yacht nope. catalog to be on this list. Abel Boreal, right. most recorded musician in history, right? Yeah. Then the third one, of course, where it gets very difficult. And I threw around uh, Neil Steubenhaus, you mm-hmm. didn't mention. Nathan East, for sure. Uh, Picaro, another Picaro. Oh yeah, Mike Picaro. Hungate's another one worth considering. Hungate. Yep. <laughs> so that third one gets really hard. So, um, you gonna tell us who it is, or have you not? For me, I, I landed on Nathan East. Okay. Um, right. Just because of the tastiness of his yeah. playing, no argument there, and his versatility. So, okay. and then of course, there's also Chocolate Perry. George Chocolate Perry, yes. who we know so little about, but yet he keeps yes. showing up in our sessions. Well, but he's so versatile. He can play on country. He can play on rock. Jazz he can play stuff, jazz, yeah. yacht rock, whatever. So, anyways. Lots of good bass players out there. All right. I eat. I um give me three, however you want to do it. And only three? Yep. From Hollow Notes. Ooh. Ha ha ha. It's almost like the Chicago thing, and it's more which three do you put in? It um Yes. Okay. Well, I'm glad you asked that, and you'll find out later why. Ooh, Maybe in the later yeah. round. Um, okay. So now, is this, am I trying to be Yachty or just, and not my favorite songs? It's got to be within Yacht. I would say roughly, you know, it, you could take some uh, yacht and yacht liberties, but stay within the yeah, okay. Yacht area. All right. Uh, Sarah Smile is the one that comes to mind immediately. That's like a Yacht Rock standard, yeah. at least according to like the Sirius station, right? And um, I think after that, then, she's gone. She's gone. She's gone. Oh, I, oh, I, I better learn how to face She's gone. She's gone. Yeah, I would agree with that one. And then this is one that you brought up just a couple episodes ago. It's, I love this song so much, and I, it feels yachty to me, and that's Wait For Me. Eliminated Rich Girl, but I think I did that on purpose. I've tried to squeeze Rich Girl in, and it doesn't quite do it for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know uh, people do like you know, Kiss on my list and no nope, uh, private eyes nope, and stuff. I don't get, nope. I don't get into those. The other one that I have on my list that I like, and I don't know how yachty it is, but some people don't like the song because they're more familiar with the cover that came after it. But I like their version of every every time you go away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love the guitar work on that. So, anyways, okay. Well, I have my last pick three topic for you. Sam. All right. We've talked about yacht shockers, so these are artists, right, that have 
they dabbled in Yacht Rock, maybe. They have one song. Yeah. They, or Yacht- they got in the time machine and yes. went forward and said, oh, they like that kind of sound in the year 2020, so I'm going to go ba- back and right. make a couple of those. Or they're like, this is so hot, I, I want to give it a try. Or these could also be One Yacht Wonders, which are okay. you know artists from another genre that... So these are going to give me... Pick three artists that were dabblers in the genre that you wish they would have dipped more than just one toe into the water and they had a more deep catalog. Because maybe they're just geared for it, musician-wise. You'd like to see how they stretch their creative muscles. Pick three yacht shockers that you wish would have done more than dabble. That's a really interesting question. Um, Again, the immediate one to pop to mind, and mostly because you laid the groundwork for this thought, was Olivia Newton-John. Yes. I thought she kind of was close Mm -hmm. uh, at times. Even the ones that we include, I think, are borderline inclusions, but... um, that might also be just because she was produced by John Farrar, and he was such a good guitar player, and he didn't use a lot of those cats. He did at times, but mm-hmm. he had his own little close, you know, clique of guys that he used. That's um, a good one. Yeah, I hadn't thought yeah. of that. Um, oh, boy. Uh, let me take a, a look around here. Um, this might not be exactly the answer, but um, when Lee Rittenauer did Ritt and Ritt, Two, mm. he did. You know, those albums were pretty much half vocal work with Eric Tag, and then half instrumentals. Um, I think that the vocal tunes are pure yacht sounding. I love them all. Um, but if you were to if if you were to assemble all the vocal versions, you'd really only have one album's worth of material mm-hmm. in between the two. I would love to have heard more of that in that era. Yeah, I can agree with that. Um, the one song that pops out is super yachty to me is the Is It You? Yeah. And I wish there was more of that. Right. Specific. Like Mr. Briefcase is kind of yachty, but it's yeah. not like Is It promises, You? Promises, promises is yeah. close. You know, but yeah, I'd love to have heard more of him. That's doing a good that. one. Um in that vein. I am thirsty for more of what George Duke did mm. with him, with the Stanley Clark project and his solo stuff at that time. Again, it's there's maybe two or three on each of those records that are gems and then other stuff that's either wacky, you know, kind of more funk stuff or mm-hmm. it's instrumentals. But I would love to have heard a little bit more. I get, you know, I've got a good five or six tunes out of that that yep. I like, but man, it doesn't seem like enough for that era. Yeah. I'd love more of that. That's good. Yeah. I'll give you two others to consider that came to mind when I came up with this suggestion. One is, you know, there's Barry Gibb and Barbara Streisand. Guilty. Oh, yeah. That's a good call. There. I wish the Bee Gees, you know, they got so caught up in disco. Yeah. And because of that, I hated them. I'm, I'm coming around to like at least be open to disco more. And I think they had good songwriting, good performances, good vocals. Like, what if they channeled all of that energy for good and not evil? Yeah. <laughs> I know. I listened uh, to Spirits Having Flown, that album, last night. And yeah. Exactly. Like, the first three songs out of the gate are just gems. They're very disco, and I'm in my mind, I'm trying to fit them into Yacht, and they, mm-hmm. they don't quite make it, um, but they're so just good. Like, yeah. Mm. Yep. Yeah. It's too bad. But, um, and then the other one is, this keeps coming up a lot on Facebook lately, is the idea of Yacht Country. Yeah. And Pure Prairie League has two re- very yachty songs. Very clear. And yeah. they're so good at it yeah. that I wish they would have done more of that. Yep. So. Good call. All right. Do you have any more you want to spring on me before we hit the lightning round? No, I think we can move into lightning round. We're going to save it for uh, a rainy day? Yes. All right. Lightning round it is. 
So I think we uh, we're settling on a, a new name for the first element of uh, our lightning round. At least for now, it's called "Does It Float Your Boat?" Yeah, it's a little more subjective, a little more um, about our personal. A snapshot in time, as I said last week. I reserve the right to change my opinion at any time on any of these songs. So we've noticed. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Well, I am going to present one to you to start out. Um, I wonder if this one floats your boat. Um, this is from 1983. Mm-hmm. Personnel has got Nathan East, John Robinson, Michael Boddicker, and Greg Fillingaines on keys. Sure sounds like it's going to float yeah. my boat. This is the Manhattan Transfer doing Mystery. Well, I was going to say that's a dirty trick because you know I do not like this group. But I come around to it because you added this on one of our Catch of the Day radio shows. Right. Uh, which one was it? That was, uh, I had heard uh, Janice Siegel, who's singing that. Siegel is not a, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. not a Trojan horse. Janice Siegel. And um, she was one of the maidens of the voyage. That's right. Yeah. And I was surprised at how much I liked that song and how much it did float my boat, especially for how yachty it felt. So, yep. yeah, you've uh, you've changed my mind. That yeah, that's an A-plus tune for me in every stretch. Definitely. All right. I'm going to pose Does It Float Your Boat a little differently. Okay. Because I was on a Yacht Rock radio station. I think it was. It could have been just a regular radio station. Uh, it, but they were playing this song in the context of it being Yachty, and I, I don't think it is. So I don't want to tell you what song it was, but give me your closest Huey Lewis song to your boat. Because I'm guessing you agree that they are not technically b- belonging on the boat. No, what, definitely. If you had to offer up Does It Float Your Boat, what do you think is the closest they ever came? Well, definitely more of an AOR sound. Um Let's see. Let me just take a quick look here, Gander, and make sure I'm not forgetting anything. Because I think, I wonder if the, if the, they would offer up "Stuck with You." Hmm. Interesting. But it wasn't. It wasn't that song. It was "This Is It." Okay, that was probably been my my second choice. It checked yeah. a couple of the boxes in terms of just for me emotionally. Like it, it was nostalgic for me. I remember right. that song always takes me back to about 1983 or so, whenever it came out. You remember the video? They're on the beach the entire yep. time, so yep. that's it's sort of nautical themed anyway. Um, and it almost felt like it fit. It felt sonically like whoa, whoa, whoa! This is not right. But just from the feels, it was like eh, well, I they see definitely why. got the West Coast vibe thing going. I mean, they were what a San Francisco band, I think. Right? I'm not positive, but um, yeah. But um, so, yeah. anyways, I don't think I would go so far as to put them on my list of yacht rock inspired music, but. It, no, but they did have um, John Pierce in the band at one time. And John, John Pierce? Pierce? He was a um, bass player, played for Pablo Cruz at one time. Um, okay, I think now we are ready for Buried Treasure. Yeah, you go first then. All right, Buried Treasure. I'll stick with the theme. I mentioned how popular, for whatever reason, conversation around Yacht Country's been in some Facebook groups lately. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it was I already had a song teed up for uh, a Buried Treasure that we can debate how yachty it is, I suppose, but it's definitely exemplary of yacht country. And I had it ready, locked and loaded, because I was like, this is the moment. So here's a buried treasure that I remember from my youth that I was surprised how yachty it felt. And it's Kenny Rogers, Santiago, Midnight Moonlight. Spend some time in your- 
Funny, I don't really remember that one that well. Really? It certainly, it certainly has that nice smooth vibe, though. I really, I now that I've you know learned it from you presenting it to me a couple weeks ago, uh, it's really cool. Yeah, really cool. It's not obviously the gambler, but right. I, and maybe I'm being influenced by the the lyrics and the subject matter. Sure. But, yeah, but anyways, that's part of it. Yep. It's still a, it's, whether it's Yachty or not, it's still a buried treasure from the era that you yeah. at least remember it yeah. somewhat, don't you? I do. Yeah. 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 Right. All right, what do you um, got, Buried Treasure? Uh, Buried Treasure. This is, you know, one of my favorite bands from the era, Pages, right? We yep. talked about uh, Who's Right, Who's Wrong, and You Need a Hero. Well, I'm going to point to, maybe this is their third level hit. I don't know, but this was the first one I heard on when Sirius a couple of years ago sort of seemed to expand their playlist and started to including some deeper stuff. This was the first Pages song I heard on there, and it's called... O-C-O-E, which stands for Official Cat of the 80s. I do remember that moment. I remember that time period, too, where it was obvious that the Sirius station was trying to broaden its playlist um, beyond the obvious. And you started hearing Pages, Airplay. Yeah. Um, a little bit more Bill of Bounties. Artists that I, at the time, was not familiar with. I think with. that's when they snuck Coconut in, though. <laughs> oh, jeez. God. Well, you take the good, you take the bad. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But that is cool, too. And very awesome drum work mm-hmm. in that. Um you say Vincent Caliuta? I think that's Vinnie Caliuta. Um, and I think that uh, if I remember in the book that that was um, – he was recommended for that gig by Jeff Percaro, who couldn't do the gig because he was on tour or something oh, like that. Oh, interesting. Um, he that's, was a big uh, champion. Per, Jeff was a big champion of getting Vinnie Caliuta going in the session work. Cool. All right. Do you want to go first on Off the Map? I will. I will. Um, I'm going to go – I'm going to turn to a – Trojan Horse lyric. Uh-oh. But um, this is not, I'm not trying to make the case that this is a Yachty sounding song so much, but it has a lot of the attributes of a Yachty tune and it comes from, uh, you know, way outside the era and um, a band that has sort of flirted with it because they had been produced by Walter Becker a little bit back in the day. But this is from 2018. This is a China Crisis tune. 2018, they had a really nice record called Autumn in the Neighborhood. Um, but So this song has a horn section, jazzy arrangement. Um, it's got some kicks like Yacht Rock. It even has a guitar solo in it, which you know is certainly not something you expect to hear in a New Romantic era or, right. or a China Crisis tune. And the lyrics, as I said, it's a Trojan horse because the song is called Fool. That's very nice sounding. Yeah. Very cool. The whole I recommend album. the whole record. Yeah? yeah. It's kind of got that vibe, the whole record? Yes. <clears throat> yeah, great lyrics. 
Cool. Well, it's reminiscent of something I've been listening to lately. I've been on a huge Young Gun Silver Fox oh, kick. Yeah. I just totally immersed for about a week where it's all I listen to when I'm not listening to Yacht Rock. And so I decided to just listen to their entire catalog, let it mix and shuffle. And when it got done, you know, then they go into the radio. Yeah. So now we're in Young Gun Silver Fox radio. The very first song that they played was just a complete, like, eye-opener. It was Daryl Hall and John Oates. Mm. So you made me pick three. Wow. And they picked a song from 2004 that had you... I wanted to actually put this in my pick three, but I just discovered it literally yesterday. It is from a 2004 album they did called Our Kind of Soul. Oh, is this that cover? Yes, it is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That album was mostly covers. This is a cover of a Spinner's tune called I'll Be Around. Whenever you call me, I'll be there. Whenever you want me, I'll be there. Whenever you need me, I'll be there. I'll be around. Be around. Oh, yeah. So doesn't that feel? Yeah, it does. Yeah, that, you know, they go through some periods every once in a while where it, it seems like they're, um, I don't want to say running out of gas, but a little bit tired. Uh, uh, yeah. But this album, you know, was particularly that song. I heard it, and I, I mean, this it sounds... Like new hollow notes and vintage hollow notes at the same time. Yeah, and for some reason, the algorithms at Spotify said this sounds like Young Gun Silver Fox. That's so crazy. It's probably considering it modern enough that 2004 is now 17 years old, so it's not like it's contemporary. Yeah, and it's probably also using your library a little bit as part of Could the be. algorithm. Could be. But that's cool. Yeah, and they know that they've listened to the podcast and they know you do not like hollow notes on your boat. Right, so they're they, just needling me. Yeah, right. yeah exactly. Well, very good. So off the map, but somewhat yachty, just the same. All right. You want to plug any of our stuff before we go? Sure. What would you like to plug? Uh, I'd say I would uh, plug our radio show. Look around. Check out our YachtRockPodcast.com page. Check out uh, the different places and times that our radio show is playing. And this podcast, of course, is available at all podcast uh, outlets, so to speak. But it's also getting some... uh, broadcast with extended music clips, right? Yep. All of that you can find on a page we just added to our website called Ports of Call. Nice. It, yes. Ding. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and there's a, you might even see a little merch on the site now. So uh, check that out if you like. And other than that, if you scroll to the bottom of the homepage, have you ever done this? Yeah. Our own homepage. Yep. You go all the way all to the, the bottom. And small print. There's fine print. Right. You it always got to read the fine print if you want to know what you're getting exactly. into. Exactly. I don't know how legalese this is, but would you like to read the fine print on the I bottom will. of our I website? Uh, let me get my, my reading glasses on here. It says, Ahoy Polloi. Ahoy Polloi.